Do you spend too much of your time on superficial busywork? Odds are, if you're like most of us, the answer is yes. But what if there is a way to eliminate those dull, repetitive tasks to focus your time on more meaningful work? The secret lies with automation. Today, we'll be talking with Jotform's founder and CEO, Idekin Tonk, about his upcoming book, Automate Your Busy Work, to learn more about its time-saving philosophy. Welcome to Momentum, a podcast by Jotform, where we talk about the technology, productivity tips, insights, and best practices that help us move forward in business and in life. Let's get started. All right, welcome everybody to an exciting episode of Momentum. Today we're talking to Jotform's founder and CEO, Idekin Tonk, for the third time on the show. Welcome back, Idekin. Good to be back in this show. I love this show. It's great to have you. Um, this conversation is going to be a little bit different than conversations we've had before because this episode is to talk about your upcoming book, Automate Your Busy Work, which is available uh, May 16. Um, do you want to talk in a little bit about it and just dive right into what this book is about? Sure. So I want to tell you the story of this book uh, from the start. Um, right out of college, I started working as a programmer for an a internet company. And I was, uh, I was doing a lot of things and I enjoyed my work. But there was this one particular task that I didn't enjoy much. And that was uh, creating online forms. Like it was a repetitive, tedious task. I didn't particularly enjoy it. So I tried to find a way to automate it. I couldn't find a good way. So I decided, okay, hey, I'm going to quit my job and I'm going to start my own business and I'm going to actually do this. Like this is going to be my product. Like I was in my 20s at that time. I didn't know what I was doing. And I did it. I dived right in. But it turned out that a lot of people needed help with forms. So my... My product started becoming successful and my company started growing. I hired my first employees. So it was going well, but around the time, like I had like five employees and, you know, things were going well, but I was also kind of too busy. Uh, like I was spending all my time with so many different tasks. Like I was a business owner. I was doing accounting. I was doing like, you know, ordering snacks for the office. I was responsible for the product development. I was, everything. you know, doing HR and, you know, everything and, and emails. Like I was spending my whole day answering emails, like spend, I love spending time with customers, but it was like, like from morning to night, I was just, just constantly talking to customers and I had no time to actually think about the big stuff. Like I had no time to improve my product, make it much better and, you know, think about like big plans and all that. Like I was just constantly busy, busy, busy. So yeah, things weren't that very good at that time. And then I had a friend uh, that emailed me and he said, hey, did you see that? Uh, Google has just came out with a forms product. Like you are now competing with Google. And I was like devastated. I was like, Hey, what am I going to do? Like, this is, this is terrible. Like this mm -hmm. is, I'm competing with a giant and I'm this small company with mm -hmm. five employees. What am I going to do? Like, right. and uh, I, it took me a couple of days to think about it. And I thought, okay, here's a product that automates forms. And 
And since I started Jotform, I've been helping like hundreds of customers automate their businesses. And it wasn't just forms because forms are just starting point of, of these business processes, these workflows. So it mm -hmm. starts with a form. For example, you, you apply for something, fill in a form, or you contact someone to request something. So it starts with a form. The first step is the form, but after that, there are like multiple steps. Like, you know, we automatically generate uh, customized emails. Like the forms are changing on the fly and uh, we generate documents from the data coming from the forms. We, we send the form data to somewhere else. So I've been helping all these businesses automate uh, their work while I have been uh, not applying the same principle to my own business. Like I've been doing like manual mm -hmm. work for everything. And I was, I was helping them, but I wasn't helping myself. So I decided, Ironic. okay, I'm going to apply my own medicine to myself and I'm going to start thinking like I'm a customer, like I'm helping myself. And that's what I did. I started automating everything. I started with emails, like emails are, were terrible. Like I was spending my whole day inside emails, like, you know, swimming you in, so in the time. pool of emails. And there was no prioritization. There was no inbox zero. There was no automated filters. Like it was all a uh, sea of emails. And um, I spent some time, I automated my emails. Like I set up uh, like all these filters, created these inboxes, started applying inbox zero, and I did lots of other things. And I was able to reduce the time I spent with emails to like a couple of hours a day at max. And that really helped. Uh, and then I applied the same ideas to my other parts of my business. For example, the product development, I streamlined the product development in our company. And, um, you know, our bug ticketing system to, you know, how we support people and how we order snacks at the office, how we do accounting, all those things I started automating. And I also started teaching all these techniques to my employees. And it made a huge difference. Like my company, mm -hmm. my small company uh, started becoming more and more successful because, you know, uh, we were able to actually, uh, instead of like spend all of our time doing the same things, we were able to actually improve our product and make it much better. And then more and more people came to Jotform and millions of people started using Jotform. And today Jotform is a uh, much, much more successful business with 500 employees and millions of users. And it's all thanks to these automation ideas. Um, and I want to share these ideas like I I've been applying these techniques to, to, our, to, our comp to our company and to our product uh, so that people can automate their work and save time. But I, I wanted to write a book uh, because, you know, just writing some articles and, you know, I've been writing a lot is not enough. Uh, so I, I needed to write a book about this, uh, this topic. And that's how I decided to write this book. And it took me more than a year. It wasn't easy. And it's my mm -hmm. first published book. Like I have some ebooks, but this is my first published book. And but it's good. It's really good. And it really turned out to be a, the book that I wanted to write. And I'm really excited about it. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's incredible. Um, it's funny taking over your writing. I guess one of the things that you can't automate is actually writing a book, right? You actually have to do that. But uh, it's really cool to to hear. You know, you've 
you've lived this. You know, automate your busy work isn't just um, knowledge you're, you're you're preaching. It's knowledge that you've lived and you've been able to transform your own life and business through these principles, which obviously makes it a really powerful um, firsthand account. And even the small things like you mentioned, like the, the emails, even ordering snacks these things add up the the manual tasks and processes and so being able to to find a way to to automate those frees up time to focus on the the more important work the the meaningful work um, that can really make a difference um, you mentioned before that you know you had some articles and um, other places that you were you were published um, for those who might not know have you been uh, have you authored anything before have you been published in many places or is this really a, a first venture for you sure um, I I've been I've written some ebooks and um, so and people can find them at uh, itakintank.com. Uh, mm-hmm. so I now have my personal website and I, I list all these books and people can go there and uh, read these books for free. So one of them is, uh, a, a, there's a no-code book. It's about how pe- mm-hmm. how people can use no-code. And I also mentioned, uh, talk about no-code in this book as well. But this uh, this this ebook is about no-code, how they can um, use these no-code products and, you know, what they can do with them. And the other book is is, is my story. It's my bootstrapping story, like uh, how I founded mm-hmm. Jotform and, uh, you know, br- brought it to the, today. And uh, it's it's a story of my bootstrapping uh, story, and those are all available uh, on my uh, on my on my personal website itakintank.com. There are also like I I, I still continue to write uh, blog posts. Uh, I write mm-hmm. on uh, entrepreneur, uh, fast company, uh, medium, and and our own uh, just for blog. Uh, Mm-hmm. I continue to write about various topics like startups and productivity and automation. Great. Uh, we'll be sure to link to all these resources in the description for those who are interested. Um, but yes, this is your first full length, like full dive into a full book release, which is really exciting. So you touched on it um, a little bit in your initial answer, but like what really inspired you to do this? Like why write a book? Because you probably could have collected all this knowledge yeah, in, in shorter ebooks or, or articles, but why write a comprehensive book? What, what inspired this? So I mentioned how I started JotForm 17 years ago and uh, how the, it's all, it was all about automation. So I've been helping uh, people, uh, our customers with automations, and I've been applying all these principles within our products, within uh, JotForm's products. And uh, JotForm has a lot of automation features like you know document mm-hmm. generation and you know all these customization features. But uh, I've also been seeing people struggle. Um, there is this, this big AI revolution going on. Everyone is talking about chat yeah. GPT, open AI, you know, self-driving cars. And, you know, mm-hmm. people are seeing these uh, automations and AI everywhere. But it's kind of like, uh, you know, they're in, the, they're this in, in the middle of this ocean, but they're dying from thirst, like, you know, they can see mm-hmm. all these AI and automations, like they can do everything. But in their uh, work, uh, they're they are so busy, like they have no time to do uh, their work. So the problem is that uh, 
most people actually don't know how to use these uh, automation products, how to use automation in their own work. So I wanted to write a book that uh, describes how to do that. And I, I have this um, framework I call automation flywheels. And I describe how, you know, how to use this uh, automation flywheel to be able to like, it's a, it's a guide. This book is a guide that describes like step-by-step step what you need to do to, to become, you know, turn your busy work into automations. And um, so the inspiration came from, you know, people not being able to uh, watching people like, you know, get, seeing people, how busy they are and, you know, deciding I cannot just do this, this with, with just uh, an article, like even a series of articles, I have to write a book uh, and, you know, I have mm -hmm. to like provide a guide, like step-by-step -step guide, like with each chapter describing like the next step uh, they need to take and give details and examples and case studies. And the only way to do that was to write a book. And uh, thanks to Wiley and their editors have been really good. Uh, this, this book turned out to be such a great book and I'm really excited about it. It's a it's a fantastic read. I, I couldn't agree more. Um, I, I love the the quote that you just said. You know, in we're in the middle of the ocean of automation, yet many of us are dying from thirst because we haven't been able to apply automation to ourselves. Like it's great. Oh, open AI, chat GPT, wonderful. But how do we apply that to ourselves to to automate the the little things in our day in, day out lives um, that can make a difference and, and free us up to to focus on other things? Would now be a good time to to talk a little bit about that automation flywheel that you you just mentioned? Sure, sure. So over the years, I developed this uh, this framework, automation flywheel, because I need to I needed to teach my uh, employees how to you know how to do a better job at uh, automating our business. So I I don't want to just uh, you know do the person who is doing all the automations. Like I wanted to share this knowledge with me, with my employees and then now I'm sharing it with the world so I'm really excited about it but basically automation flywheel is a is a process of improvement so you take your busy work and you divide and conquer it into workflows and then you take these workflows and you design and implement automations and these automations turn into systems that can be refined and iterated so it's a process of continuous improvement. It's, it's not just, it's, it's not something linear. It's a, it's a circle of improvement. And in this book, I describe exactly what to do in each step. For example, how do you divide and conquer your busy work into workflows? So you, you create uh, workflow diagrams. And in this book, I teach you how to do those diagrams, how to make workflows and you know, you don't want to make, make two big workflows, but you want to have like uh, multiple workflows and, you know, they became systems and you don't want to do the whole automation at once. You want to go piece by piece because it's just uh, as you create more and more automations, you need to monitor them. You need to refine and iterate them. So it, it takes a while. It's harder to describe. But uh, you have to uh, read the book and, and apply it to your, your busy work 
and gradually you will see the results. And um, Automation Flywheel is really going to help a lot of people thanks to this book, hopefully. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, we won't dive into everything here. That's what the that's what the book is is for. But that's uh, that's a great overview. And even in you know reading through it myself, it it makes so much sense the way that you break it out and the way that you you present it and how one step follows the next. And uh, it just kind of remarkable to me that I haven't seen something like that. Like the automation flywheel, now that I've seen it, it seems very logical, but I haven't seen anything like it anywhere else. And I'm like, why not? I don't know. It's a powerful thing that you, you tapped into. And, you know, like, like we said earlier, you've lived this yourself. Um, so who better to, to, to preach this? Um, let's, let's step back just, just a little bit since, you know, we're talking about book and, and publishing and all that. I'm just kind of curious, are, are you a big reader yourself? Um, are there other books you'd recommend that have uh, inspired you uh, along the way? Yeah, uh, I love to read. And um, I'm actually a slow reader. I'm not, <laughs> I I love reading books slowly. Like uh, I take mm -hmm. my time and, you know, when I'm reading book, I will just start thinking about other things. And then and I enjoy uh, reading books and take my time to learn from them. There's one particular book that I, I really like a lot, and I think it's the companion book to this, my book, and that's System Thinking by Daniela Meadows. And this book uh, describes how systems work and you know feedback loops and how systems behave like differently and how you can actually use this uh, system knowledge to, to make a change in the world. And it's a great mm -hmm. book. And if you read this book, it's it's actually a great company into my book, and you're going to learn a lot from this book as well. Great. Uh, I I like the perspective of of reading slow first and foremost. What you mentioned with because I don't think that's talked about enough. I think people can almost brag about how fast they they get through books, but I love that you just came up right out and said, I'm a slow reader. I like to take my time and understand. I don't feel like that is a commonly appreciated enough perspective because I think there's there's something behind that. Um, but system thinking, um, that's great. We'll, we'll also link that in the, the description most likely. Um, sister book to automate your busy work, um, as you just mentioned. And why is automation, I guess just to, to back up and think think broadly, why, why this topic in particular, even um, within the parameters or outside the parameters of the book, why is automation so important, if you could summarize that? Um, so when I talk to people, I don't know many people who will, who just come to me and say, hey, I have so much time, like I am spending all my day, like just, you know, watching TV and, you know, lying around and like everybody I, I talk to. <laughs> They, they tell me that, yeah, I'm so busy. Like I'm out of time. Like mm -hmm. I cannot do anything. Like I look at my kids like they're, uh, so I have three kids, uh, they're mm -hmm. eight and six and just uh, a newborn. But I look at my, uh, you know, uh, bigger kids, eight and six year olds. They're also so busy. Like, you know, they have homeworks. Happens and they right have, away. Like, they have Nintendo games to play. Like they, they even watch their like YouTube videos to, you know, learn the tricks. And like everybody is so busy and mm -hmm. we were just talking about the books there's a book called shadow work and in, in that book it uh it's described like how all these like SaaS services are taking over the world and everybody is like i have to do so much research like 
in the past, like you had to, like you would just go to a travel agency and you would just say, hey, I want to go to a warm place. And then the travel agents would like describe to you like all the places and, you know, tell you the best hotels. And, you know, that person would even know the hotel owner by name. And, you know, mm-hmm. it w- they would handle everything and you just go and have your even today even like taking a vacation is a, like a lot of work like you have to research it is <laughs> you have to read all the reviews so much research also, also so much planning <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. like it's just so much work everything is so much work so everybody is really really busy so what are we gonna do with all this work like and in our work we are even busier like we just have like so much stuff to do but i think the research stuff is good because it's a good good work so so I think you have to ask yourself uh, two questions. What work should I do and what work sh- I shouldn't be doing? What, what mm-hmm. work shouldn't I be doing? Um, so uh, like doing research, I think it's, it's, a, it's a work that you should do. It's, it's good because you're learning. Uh, thinking about your business, your work is, 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 a bi- is a work that you should be doing because it's good. It's, you're going to come up with creative ideas. You are going to improve yourself, your company, your work. But there are, there are work that you shouldn't be doing. Like you, if you keep doing the same things over and over again, like if you keep doing some manual work all the time, uh, you shouldn't be doing that. Like one example is like HR. Uh, for, for example, in our company, we were like, we were spending so much time with onboarding new employees. And like from the start, someone is applies to us, like they get interviewed, you know, we give them an offer and then they have to sign all these papers. And like, we have to, we need to order, uh, like their hardware. We need to, you know, find their office space and they need to meet their body that they, they're going to meet, uh, on their, like we need to select that. So there's just hundreds of different things that needs to be done in an onboarding process. And here's mm-hmm. the problem, like, and uh, because there are like so many moving pieces, you always make mistakes. Like you forget to send an NDA and, and then, you know, uh, you have to send it later. And then you can have problems like you can, you can, like you can have legal problems because of that. Or the person who is handling onboarding yeah. is like now on vacation and this person like, you know, we are not creating a good impression with our new employee. It's, it's not looking good. But once we, right. once we uh, actually streamlined and automated our onboarding, it be- everything became much better. And the process became much better. It became much faster. We stopped doing, uh, we stopped doing mistakes. Like, you know, this is before the, uh, this is before the pandemic. Uh, we, we even started using like e-signatures back then. And so we started automating things uh, and as a result, uh, everything became much better. And here's the good part. Uh, instead of our time, instead of spending our time, like with the manual work, with like doing all the bureaucracy work, we were actually, we are now spending our time with talking to those new employees, right? Our HR is like taking more time to talk to them and they can meet, uh, meet, you know, their new, uh, coworkers. So it's just became nicer because like our HR team is not also under the pressure of like, you know, 
handling so many things. Like we have, we have streamlined like so much stuff on HR that now the HR team is like really work on uh, more important stuff. Uh, uh, that the stuff that matters um, and we are making less mistakes. So I think this is a good example to like why automating things uh, can make things uh, much better. And I was talking about how everyone is busy and when we when we automate things, uh, instead of be being busy with the, doing the same things over and over again, we are able to like uh, work on stuff that we should be working on and that's why it's important to automate things. Mm -hmm. That's a that's a really wonderful point and an example you gave. I, I like how you mentioned. You know, you're you're being realistic with this. You're not saying, oh, let's get time back by um, not doing certain work or cutting it out of our obligations because that's not realistic. Everyone's busy. You know, we have a lot of obligations, responsibilities. You're saying, you know, we divide it into categories of work we should be focused on and categories of work that maybe they're more repetitive tasks, um, they're more l laborious, and that's what we focus on automating so we can free ourselves up with that time to build meaningful relationships, think about meaningful things. And I think that's, that's prevalent because a lot of people, well, I just need to take some stuff off my calendar or I just need to, you know, find a way to, to not have to bother with this. And that's not realistic. You're saying we still have to do all these tasks. We just need to automate them so we don't have to focus on those tasks the same way. And that's a much more realistic way, I think, to, to approach it because we all have a lot of work and we're going to keep having a lot of work. Let's just manage that smarter and work smarter. And I, I think the HR example that you gave is is a, is a wonderful demonstration of that. Um, so along those lines, what what is the audience for this? Like who, who does automation apply to? You used HR as an example, um, but I have a feeling that this can apply to, to pretty much everyone. But who would you say is the is the true audience for this book? Exactly. Like it's it's for everyone. Because um, you know everyone is saying uh, they are they are like busy under so much work. Uh, they are busier than ever, uh, as described in the shadow work. Like just everything turned into like self service, and you have to do your own research. You have to find out find things out by yourself. And uh, because of that, this book actually uh, applies to everyone. Uh, but I think. This book really uh, applies to people who are under the weight of uh, their busy work. Like the people who don't even have time to read this book need this book the mm -hmm. most. Uh, but the yeah. great thing is this book is not like, uh, you know, it's 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 a book that they can that guides you. Like it's, it's a step by step guide uh, on like taking on your busy work and turning into automate automation and systems. So it's, it's going to help you with a lot of examples like the HR example I gave and a lot of tools and techniques that you can use. Uh, so it's not going to be like, you know, oh, you have to take like weeks uh, to apply these things. It's going to be like small pieces of like uh, freedom from busy work, like you take, you mm -hmm. you start taking away, you gaining uh, more free time, and then the exponentially, the more uh, you use the techniques in this book, you're gonna actually save more and more time. So it's gonna be, 
it's gonna start more difficult maybe, but you're gonna start small and you're gonna, you know, turn a small part of your busy work into automations. And this book teaches you how to like find the, all the tools that you may need to be able to uh, automate your busy work. But it, it basically holds your hand and uh, takes you to those, you know, promised land. Yeah. To the promised land. Um, most applicable to people who don't have time to read the book. I think that is uh, a one, great way to put it. Uh, maybe two on two on the nose because it, it, it's true. The people who are drowning under busy work, they don't have time to to read a book. But that's the whole point of the way you've laid it out. Is you can just go chapter by chapter, just set aside 10, 15 minutes, and you can build your knowledge as you go and build upon that. And as you said, give yourself more and more time, um, which is the the really wonderful way with uh, how you've laid out the book. Um, so it applies to to everyone, everyone who's busy, especially people who are too busy to read the book. Um, what are some of, without giving too much away, you've talked a little bit about the automation flywheel, um, but what would you say are some of the, the highlights, like just sort of key takeaways uh, for people listening to the podcast, you know, ahead of time before the release um, that you feel you can share without spoiling anything? It's a, it's a process of continuous improvement. But uh, I, in this book, I also talk about something I call the automation mindset, automation first mindset. And I try to teach this book. I try to teach this uh, mindset in this book. Uh, and there are some you know, steps you can take to actually uh, have this mindset. So one of them is being impatient. Uh, Bill Gates said, I, I would pick a lazy person to do the hard job because they will find a way to make it easy. Uh, so impatience, impatience is required. Uh, you, you don't want to be patient with doing the same things over and over again. You want to have the motivation to search for solutions uh, for, for your you know, busy work. Um, so th this is one of the things that, uh, that I describe in this book. And um, some other things that I describe in this book is like uh, system thinking. So um, the, the, the book Systems Thinking by Daniela Meadows describes yeah, how mm -hmm. uh, understanding systems makes a whole difference when you want to make, make a change. Because you, know, you pull from, from somewhere but it doesn't make a dent because the system actually, like when you're trying to lose weight, right? You do all these different things, but it doesn't work because the system is actually kind of making changes, adjusting things. You know, you go to, you go to the gym, but then you eat more. So you, yeah. you kind of understand, you need to understand the, the flow of, of, of your work or, you know, or of the system to be able to make changes on that. So that's why in this book, I describe like uh, how you, you need to understand workflows and, and how you need to divide and conquer uh, them. And um, so, yeah, system think thinking is another one. Um, you know, I think priorities are also important. Uh, you wanna make sure that you really prioritize uh, what you care about what you should be spending your time on and what you shouldn't be spending your time on and how much time you're spending with stuff that you shouldn't be spending on. So if you can prioritize those things, you will be able to, 
pick the uh, work that should be automated first uh, in a better way. So there are a lot of uh, ideas like this uh, in this book to help you uh, have this automation first mindset so that you will be able to tackle using the uh, framework I describe in the book. Those are some great points and and takeaways, which really just act as a teaser to all the the great ideas that you do cover um, in the book. But obviously, the the system thinking, the prioritization, and even you know impatience is a virtue in a, in its own right when you think about it. So um, those are those are all wonderful glimpses of the contents of the book that, of course, uh, we're encouraging everyone to check out as soon as they can. Um, just to sort of kind of wrap things up here. Why write this now? Like, why Why is this timely? Why is 2023 the year that you said, okay, this is this is when I need to release this book? You know, you've been with Jotform. Uh, it's been around 17 years now. Why is now the time? Such a great question. Uh, there are three revolutions going on right now that we are just right in the middle of uh, these revolutions. And the first one is, Software is eating the world. Uh, this was coined by uh, Mark Anderson, and uh, he's a VC, he's an investor, but he was also like uh, one of the people who developed the first uh, browser. And software is eating the world because everything is turning into software. Uh, like mm. from your vacuum cleaner to your car, self-driving car, even your dashboard in your car, it's like everything is turning into software because software provides so much flexibility, so much value, so much additional value without too much, you know, additional price on things. So software is really taking over the world. So this is really important because this applies to everything we do. Like, you know, instead of going to the travel agency, we go to an online website and then we research all these, you know, places and hotels. So the second revolution going on is the AI revolution. Uh, this is like really hot right now. Like so many things are mm -hmm. coming out right now. Like GPT-4 just came out and like ChatGPT. And like, I'm not using Google now. Like I'm going to ChatGPT to ask questions mm -hmm. and then it gives it, I don't even have to like read the results in Google. I just, you know read the uh, uh, answers mm -hmm. from ChatGPT and they're perfect. So it's, mm -hmm. uh, and the self-driving cars and everything. So that's the second revolution. The third revolution is not that visible. Like many people are not aware of it. And it's also the kind of related to software eating the world, which is the no-code revolution. No-code revolution is, um, you know, software, that allows you to program your own products. Like Jotform is a good example because people don't just use Jotform. They go to Jotform when they need to create, create a form. They use like drag and drop tool to create their questions. They customize their emails. They create as many emails as they want. They generate, they create their PDF files like by customizing data and then they transfer the data to other services like CRMs or like, you know, mm -hmm. other products uh, using tools like Zapier or Jotform's own integrations. But, but basically, uh, there are tools like Jotform that 
allow you to design your own products for your own work. So this is huge because now people are people can able to do things on their own. Um, so these three revolutions, software is eating the world, AI and no code. So all these things are happening, but people are not really adopting these, these things. Like they are looking at all these things happening, but they are just watching them happen. And it's like they are in this middle of this ocean, but they're mm -hmm. dying from thirst. So in this book, I try to actually uh, teach how to uh, use these, these tools, how to use the no-code tools, how to use AI, how to use, you know, all these uh, cloud-based software that are available to automate their work. Because they cannot just use those software. They have to first kind of, under, uh, they, they need to first under, understand their businesses, their work. They need to, you know, uh, define their work, divide and conquer uh, their busy work into workflows. And then they, they are able to design and implement these automations using these like no-code products. And I describe how to research these no-code products, like where to research them, like where to find, like there are like tens of thousands of products, but you know, you need mm -hmm. them, but you are not aware of them. How can you find them? There are actually ways to find them. And uh, how do you pick them? Like there, are, if you need a product to do something, how do you pick the best one? So. I try to also uh, teach how to do this in step-by-step -step fashion in the book. So that I think, so yeah, uh, that's why it's, this is a perfect time because we are all drowning in busy work and we have the answers, but we need to learn how to use those answers, how to apply those solutions. And, you know, I try to teach how to do that in my book. Absolutely. Yeah, it couldn't be a better time, as you mentioned, with the, this convergence of, of software, AI, no code, you know, the, the answers are almost overwhelming. There are so many answers out there now, as we've said, you know, middle of the ocean, uh, dying from thirst. There are so many solutions out there to even know where to start can be crippling, um, you know, decision paralysis, I think, for for a lot of people. They don't know. I just don't even know where to start. This book gives you uh, the place to start and the tools to begin the journey of, you know, harnessing these things because there are so many, uh, so many softwares and AI programs and, and no-code tools out there now. Um, you, you have to be able to take the first step into that world to actually be able to um, channel your own work more productively. And so I, I couldn't agree more that it's the, it's the perfect time given everything going on in, in the climate that we're seeing now. Um, so kind of bringing this all home, like I mentioned, if, if you had to, had to summarize, you know, one, one final statement, you know, what are you ultimately hoping for people to get out? What is the end end goal of automate your busy work that you're hoping people get out of it? I want them to do less, achieve more, and save their brain for the uh, good stuff. And that's the subtitle of my book. <laughs> I was just going to say, I think I, I think I read that somewhere before, you know, and it's out there. There's no hidden messages here. That's literally just what it is. Save, save your brain for the big stuff. Do less and achieve more. Uh, I love it. Um, I think I, I might have spoiled this a little bit at the beginning, but uh, do you want to just clarify when the book is coming out and how people can find it? Sure. 
it's coming out in uh, on May 16 and you you can pre-order it now uh, from Amazon from Barnes and Noble and many other places online and uh, so that you can get it early and start automating your busy work Great. And there's no time like the present to uh, to start on that journey. I couldn't agree more. Um, we'll have links to, to the pre-order link and some of these other resources that you mentioned um, down below. Idekin, uh, it's really wonderful that you were able to join us. Thank you for taking the time. Is there anything else you, you want to cover or mention or leave us with that uh, we missed today? Sure. Um, so I started my business 17 years ago. And that's a huge number. Like I'm always surprised. Mm -hmm. Like it feels like yesterday, like, and mm -hmm. I was a kid in, in my twenties back then. And now I'm 45 and I have my own kids, three kids. Mm -hmm. So it, it's been a long time. Um, so yeah. I'm thinking, you know, I must have, uh, some wisdom and experience, hopefully. Absolutely. And, and I tried to share all the experience, all the wisdom, uh, I learned uh by making like so many mistakes during these 17 years and helping thousands of people automate their busy work personally and millions of people who use our product who used our product over the years and still use our product and um, i hope that this book is going to be uh, another way i pro provide help to others and i'm really excited about it and i want to thank you for this great podcast i love it Absolutely. And I keep watching them and, you know, keep up the great work. Well, thank you very much. And thank you so much again for uh, coming on today. This has been really great to hear, hear all about. Uh, Automate Your Busy Work is available, like you mentioned, May 16. You can pre-order it now. Um, Automation Flywheel is real. Um, the You've lived this book and everything that you talk about in this book can be directly applied to so many of our lives and our work. I think it's really powerful and it can do a lot of good impact out there. So everybody who's listening, should pre-order if you can or, or check it out uh, whenever and wherever you're able to. And we'll leave you with that for now. Thank you, Idekin, once again. And uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you. See you next time.